Hello and welcome to ESPN Pick and Post Stump Mike. I'm Kartik Ayer and you're joining us after day two of the Adelaide test between Australia and India. So yesterday on this podcast, Varun said that it was the greatest day of test cricket in 2020. So for him, nothing else could ever match up, which is why he's not on it today. But we have got an extremely handy replacement. Kartik Swami, welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to be here, man. Awesome. Along with Karthik, we of course we have Gaurav Sundaraman. Gaurav, now you are fond of numbers, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you had something like five hundred and sixty-three Test wickets, yeah, in your name, would you remember each and every <laughs> wicket and which batsman you dismissed, aka Glenn Bagra, in the broadcast studio during the mid-innings break? No, um, uh, I guess maximum you can remember those milestone wickets, which a lot of bowlers do. But yeah, he's pretty amazing and he's known to uh, remember this as well. So uh, pretty cool that uh, he's able to do that. Unfortunately for Ravichandran Ashwin, because of Glenn Magar's prowess with numbers, Karthik, Ashwin is just our second star of the day after his best ever bowling figures in Australia. How good was he? Yeah, he was really good. But uh, I mean, I expected it from him like even last time in Adelaide he'd bowled I thought he bowled even better two years ago in Adelaide and uh, got six wickets in that game and bowled like some bowled a million overs like uh, basically allowed the other fast bowlers to come in and bowl in short spells kept kept the run rate really down so it was nothing new from him really like and uh, it's been mentioned also that he He's been doing very well in the first tests of over test, over, overseas tours. And this was another example of it. Yeah, so India were bowled out, of course, for 244. We'll come back to the start somewhere during the podcast. And then Australia were batting and they were bowled out for 191, which gave India a lead of 53 runs in the first innings. A lot of it had to do with Ashwin. Yesterday on the same podcast, Gaurav, you mentioned that you were extremely impressed with Lyon, but we'll know how good his performance was in comparison to Ashwin after Ashwin with the ball today and he delivered. Yeah, uh, he he was uh, outstanding. He's been pretty good uh, this entire year. Even in the IPL, he was uh, really good. And uh, what really uh, impressed me was the fact that he's uh, bowling with the pink ball in new conditions and the fact that uh, you know, every time he's going to be bowling, he's going to be compared with Nathan Lyon. Uh, and that's been uh, something which has been going on for a long time now. So, uh, we saw so many comparisons with Moeen Ali in uh, England in 2018, where he couldn't deliver, but Moeen Ali delivered. So, it's going to be more with Nathan Lyon and him, both of them very similar uh, careers so far. So, uh, yeah, he, he bowled very well and the fact that he got the most important wicket, uh, Steve Smith, I think Smith might have relaxed a bit considering that um, he saw to all the tough pace bowling uh, in the be- beginning. But yeah, and uh, against left-handers, I, it was not one bit of a surprise. I, I thought, in fact, Ashwin might uh, come on with the new ball to get weighed out as well. Who knows that? Because he's so good with the new ball and to left-handers. So, it was not a surprise that he got head out and I think green was a it was a pretty poor ball but uh, obviously great catch by Kohli and yeah so uh, well done to Ashwin and I think KK was uh, right in about how he starts a series now it's important that he carries on because that is very key for India going moving ahead so 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 what is that stat what what are we reading into there 
generally he's been very good in the first tests of all these away tours he did very well at edgbaston in fact i think he didn't uh, he did pretty well at centurion uh, though i think that was second test but uh, he also did well at adelaide in 2018 uh, he's generally been um, fairly good at the start and then maybe due to lack of fitness or something or the other has always affected him uh, in these um, overseas tours so he's not been able to carry on that form and that's what uh, i think that's the stat which we were all uh, referring to uh, one other thing is that last uh, two big away tours he's played the first test in adelaide like we said and then this year in new zealand he played in wellington and after that those two series he didn't play after that at all so and uh, yeah the fitness thing came you know it came to the fore in england because it was around that time that he had that he was coming back after that sports hernia injury and stuff uh then he had a side strain and a side or groin strain i'm not sure what and uh, yeah so in that fourth test in uh, southampton that's where like moin ali kind of outbowled him when he wasn't able to really put his body into the action and get the most out of that pitch but otherwise yeah otherwise the first testing is kind of skewed by the fact that he's not played a lot of second and third tests lately all right all right kk but you have you have interviewed arashwan in the past you have covered all of his international career and a lot before that as well you have written a lot of articles about ashwin you mentioned the adelaide test 2 years ago where where he bowled according to you better than he did today is there some change that we have seen in ashwin the test off spinner over these last few years last few uh not no ma- no massive changes he's still pretty much bowling the same way is is that is that why kk if i can interrupt you there is that why there is this tendency to slightly underrate him i mean you look at a lot of comments on social media and he doesn't do well for a little bit maybe it's even with the bat and a lot of people are like get in ravindra jadeja for for the next test uh, so it's not so much down to him as to the fact that india just are blessed with two world class spinners at the same time and the fact that his batting ashwin's batting has kind of tailed off in the last 2 3 years so uh yeah uh, and jadeja's bowling and his batting have really like come on in a big way his batting especially so but i asked this question to varun yesterday as well about nathan lyon where would where was where would nathan lyon be ranked among current test spinners along the same lines where does ashwin rank i know there there could be an extreme recency bias and say he's he's right there at the top simply because of today's performance but i mean looking at it as an as an as an overall view of the, of test cricket where do guys like ashwin and lyon rank among the best spinners they should be somewhere near the top right in this generation ashwin is right on top for me and lyon is slightly below him because i think people have the tendency of kind of uh judging them to slightly different standards you're like oh lion bowls most of his uh you know mostly in australia and therefore you look at his record a little more favorably whereas like you know in most of the matches where ashwin and lion have bowled ashwin has kind of outperformed lion including that adelaide game 2 years back and in india as well so i'm i'm not saying lion's a bad bowler he's a damn good bowler no doubt about that but uh between the two of them i'd rate ashwin uh, a little higher 
Yeah, but it, it's amazing, Gaurav, that we can get to see two of the best spinners in, in world cricket in a test series in, in Australia. When he got Stephen Smith out, did Ashwin. And Ashwin, Ashwin, I love the fact that he celebrates his wickets, but you could see that there was meaning behind that wicket because I think India at that stage knew how important Gaurav the wicket of Smith was. Yeah, just the fact that he's been so dominant against India, averaging in excess of 80 and his first inning scores, I think uh, colleague Dan had also mentioned, I think the lowest first inning score in his last 11 innings was 46. And here he was, 1 of 29 and or 1 of 28 before he got out. It was a great opportunity to get Smith out. And Smith's not been um, uh, really after since the uh, Ashes. He's not had, we've not seen the Smith of... Uh, the ashes, I would say, and and obviously, look, uh, Smith's a great batsman and stuff. But uh, it's now we are all expecting, thanks to the benchmarks he set. Every time we're expecting a score of about fifty or sixty, seventy, whenever Smith bats, or even a century. So that's obviously not going to happen for any batsman. Uh, it's very hard to maintain that level of consistency. And uh, maybe uh, it's the time for India to capitalize whenever they get the wicket. And obviously, that if you look at that batting lineup. Uh, uh, Karthik, uh, I think a lot of people, I, 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 I just feel that that batting lineup is slightly overrated than just because of Smith, you know. Uh, I did mention the fact that Labushain, uh, he, he gave a lot of chances. I think India found a potential weakness there in the short ball. And he's had one good home season and yeah, a good ashes there. But uh, I think it was too early to judge on uh, Labushain. He did well, yes, no doubt. But he had his chances and everybody else surrounding apart from Smith, I don't think it, that that batting lineup gives some kind of confidence. You have Wade, you have Burns. Wade is a makeshift opener, and Wade's never done really well in Test cricket uh, to the potential at which he should have done ideally. And Burns is coming off a, a, a poor form. Uh, Green is uh, at his in his debut. So the no, my point is so Smith's wicket becomes that much more important because uh, uh, Smith and the tail, to be honest, uh, is what I was. Uh, looking out for because tail runs are very crucial and Australia tend to generally score and India tend to concede a lot of runs to the tail. Even today, I would say they have actually conceded quite a lot when they, like, if you compare the two tails, obviously Australia is better. But after getting Cummins also out, um, they kind of let it slip a little bit. So I was like, before the series itself, I think I told that the fact that tail runs is going to be super crucial. Uh, uh, the fact, because Australia's top order is very, very, um, you, you really don't know what you're going to get. And look, the, the, what really impressed me about India's bowling is they didn't let any uh, the run rate go pretty high. If Warner had batted 14 uh, overs, I, I don't know on this pitch how he would have done, but at least I think he would have, the, the scoreboard would have at least moved forward. But these guys played a lot of deliveries, but they didn't really score runs. And I think this was the second lowest uh, score, uh, run rate of Australia in, uh, in the last uh, 20, 30 years. Or, uh, I saw a stat like that. So... India managed extremely well to control the flow of runs and even even if Smith was struggling, I wouldn't expect him to score one run of 28 balls or whatever. So the fact that he played for so much and not scoring runs and then Ashwin getting his wicket, uh, I think that was a big uh, breakthrough. Yeah, fair enough. KK, I have this habit of, uh, I don't know, dismissing Tim Payne as a test batsman. You know, if if Perth Australia are four down and the number six walks out, I, I sometimes I forget that there is pain to go who can bat and but today, damn, he was impressive, right? Yeah, uh, he's always looked like, you know, even even earlier, as early as like uh, 2010, when before he had that injury and all that, 
he always looked like he had a really organized technique it's uh, weird that he uh, doesn't have a single first class century or just one now i don't know uh, yeah but he's always had that sort of organized game about him and he's got like today uh, he was very smart in like any time he was given a little bit of width he really went after it like there were a couple of thick edges that went over the slip so is that's there's quite op- opportunistic from him and uh, yeah uh, had a bit of luck with that agarwal catch but otherwise he batted really well today yeah yeah that that's that's more on me that i don't consider him and just about the first class centuries he has three in fact but no test hundreds as yet maybe maybe today was was a chance if if someone had stuck around with him got off towards the end of the day india had a lead of 53 then of course the openers came out to bat they, they had to face a few overs in and as luck or the lack of luck would have it prithvi shaw was knocked over this time by cummins now you mentioned yesterday yeah that you would still give shaw a chance in the next test Does that still hold true? Yeah, I think so. Yes, there is a, a major uh, technical flaw there, but I think I would give him one more go. MCG is a different uh, wicket, different conditions altogether. This is pink ball. Uh, he's playing the toughest time of what is supposed to be the toughest time in a pink ball test, right? So the new ball and the, under lights. So um, I think I'll give him one more go uh, at MCG. Sometimes you know th- that wicket has. not really helped the bowlers too much in the past for the last few years so uh, maybe shaw could get get back to form and maybe in these next few days he could work little bit on his technique i know it's too small a time but i would give him one more game and especially if india win i wouldn't really uh, change too much so uh, yeah so i'll uh, give uh, one more game to shaw and like i said earlier you know replacing shaw with Uh, if it's rohit sharma then yes but though it's not available right it's going to be shubham shubham gill and shubham gill is not someone he's also going to uh, make his uh, debut so uh, i think i'll give shaw one more go but isn't it unfortunate that uh, it's he's, he's 21 shaw and he clearly has a lot of talent kk that we're looking at him as if he's in his last chance alone uh i mean uh, on social media reactions can kind of veer in that direction and like be quite extreme uh but anyone who's sort of you know l- looking at this seriously and who's followed his career and knows like you know what it takes to get to where he is at such a young age they know how talented he is right and uh, uh yeah i think he will get another go but even if he doesn't it's not like it's not like last chance saloon for him and uh, you know uh, i think jason gillespie mentioned on twitter that yeah there is a weakness but it's Uh, it can easily be sorted out and he's got all the talent to come back and score lots of runs and uh, yeah uh, even in new zealand there were a couple of issues that crept in like uh, because of that backlift of his right which kind of goes really high and wide uh, i think new zealand were bowling short to him and they had like this they had two guys at square leg catching and he got, they got him caught there twice if i'm not wrong so yeah there are these issues but then this if you look at them as weaknesses yes but if you look at that as the foundation of his game and why he scores so quickly especially through the offside uh square of the wicket so it's like always a balancing act like it's his strength it's his weakness you just have to work around it sometimes so play india the india coach slash captain yeah you're heading into the second test gorov says he would play prithvi shaw would you uh yeah i would 
I'd maybe look, I don't know if uh, a full technical issue can be sorted out so quickly, right? Uh, in terms of like we saw like how small his front foot stride was and how late he was to the ball. I'd just probably say like don't go hard at the ball initially, like, you know, like cut out a few shots. Don't try to drive through mid-off. Don't try to drive through the covers early on. And then, you know, once you get settled, you'll be okay. This this is what 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 will probably we'll see that will happen tomorrow with India's innings. But I want to circle back to Australia's innings when they were bowled out for 191. Gaurav, I think we focused entirely on Ashwin, and it and it would not be fair to leave that discussion aside without mentioning the seamers and probably in particular Umesh Yadav. Which which one of them impressed you the most? I think all of them, and I was just looking up at some numbers, and this entire uh, match, you know, the kind of quality of bowlers we have, I, I, I don't think I've seen that uh, in a very, very long time. Yes, we've had uh, West Indies and England play, we've had New Zealand and um, uh, England play, we've had multiple uh, combinations, but the fact that these, uh, they're totally what, uh, eight bowlers, and all eight have been are pretty amazing. And I was just looking up at the strike rates. Even Umesh Yadav's strike rate is like uh, just touching up, up to 50. It's up just above 50, which is pretty amazing. And Hazelwood's is uh, the lowest actually in the in the six uh, quick bowlers. So uh, the the kind of pace battery that India have, uh, Bumrah obviously being Bumrah amazing. Uh, Shami has just, yeah, he didn't take a wicket, but I'm sure uh, you we all know what nickname he has. So uh, we know what's going to happen in the second innings. But um, yeah, Bumrah, Shami and Umesh uh, as a pack. And obviously, Shant, we're not even speaking about him. But yeah, these four guys, uh, I think have been pretty amazing. Umesh has been really good. Yes, he used to stay down uh, leg side and he did that a bit today, not in the first spell, but uh, towards the second spell. But uh, in spite of all that, he's not conceded too many runs. So uh, Umesh was very good. In fact, got some very key wickets. Uh, I think all of them uh, were extremely good. But if you ask me one, it has to be Bumrah. No doubt about it. I think he's just the sheer consistency and it's so hard to like just uh, hit him for a few runs and he's bowled what 21 overs today uh, which is uh, which is pretty cool so uh, I think my favorite uh, bowler was Bumrah and uh, I hope that he can continue this and uh, India need to manage him really well in the sense that I think yeah, I would just continue play. as a bowler or as a number three batsman which one <laughs> I think his uh, 50 has really uh, confused, uh, has promoted him, you know, usually what uh, Shami or Ume, Ishant used to be a, a night watchman, right? Yeah, there's no Ishant. So, uh, I think they've just taken a gamble and Bumrah seems to have the best defense in the bottom among the quicks, I would say. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a test he's having. He was promoted about Shami in the first innings and now he's been promoted all the way to number three. So, that's that that that's great. Karthik, were you as impressed? Who was, who was your pick of the bunch apart from Ashwin among India's Pacers? I'd say Bumrah too. And... Uh... Uh, Bumrah, uh, early on, right, like uh, there were a couple of moments where Burns, uh, there was this time when he came forward and he picked up a sing, uh, I think a double towards fine leg. And uh, I was thinking then, okay, he's, you know, Bumrah is going to target him on his pads because he was playing around his front pad then. And that's exactly what he did, like, you know, a few overs down the line. So, like, apart from the control and uh, all the weapons he's got, he just knows how to when to use them and how to use them. And today you saw that, especially in his first two spells, right before, uh, like when he got those first two wickets, uh, 
Yeah, Bumrah was really good. And Chami also, I thought he was unlucky not to get a wicket today. Uh, there was this one over, especially to Smith, where every ball was on off stump and every ball was defended in the same direction towards mid wicket. Like there was this constant pressure. Like he was, like he had to play at it every ball. And if it moved a little bit, he would have troubled him as well. So, uh, yeah. Later on, uh, with the fast bowlers, what happened is what happens pretty much to every team now when the lower order is in, which is they completely change their plans and start bowling short. If there's a batsman at one end, they put one deep point and they're like, okay, you take a single, uh, it, you know, go ahead, like go to the other end. So somehow like all your plans just change and you start bowling differently. And I think people talk about this all the time, every match, but I don't think that changes. I don't think any team says, no, we're just going to stick to the normal line uh, in the corridor, try to get the wickets the same way. But as soon as the lower order comes in, they, they're bowling short. So I think a little bit of that is what led to, you know, Australia kind of getting away and narrowing that lead. But overall, the fast bowlers were damn good today. All right, Karthik, I'm going to stick to you on on this. We, we spoke about the good uh, Ashwin and Payne in particular, the bad, which was a lot of Australia's batting and unfortunately Shaw as well. But, but what about what about the ugly? These these dropped catches are going to cost one or both teams at some point, aren't they? It happens, man. I don't know. Like, especially when some of these are like sitters being dropped, right? Uh, I feel maybe part of it is, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what kind of correlation there is. But like, you're coming out of a long break. You've not played like too much red ball or pink ball, whatever, cricket. Uh, you've only played limited overs cricket for so long. So maybe like you're not back at that kind of uh, intensity on the field just yet, where you're focusing every ball and, you know, uh, I don't know, it could be that, but it could just be a freak thing. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't have any explanation for it. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. I mean, at least in a limited overs game, you plan on spending an hour and a half in the field. In a test cricket, you never know. It could be a day yeah. or more. Yeah. So, yeah, the concentration levels are, are bound to dip. Gaurav, let's look forward to tomorrow. India are currently with a lead of 62 runs. They are effectively 62 for one. Where is this game heading from, from here in your view? Uh, will it be too far-fetched if I say it will get over tomorrow? I don't know. But uh, I, think, I think India will obviously struggle, but they will get to a score which... Uh, which at least they'll give themselves, uh, uh, they'll give Australia a target, which is, I think, slightly, it will be beyond their reach. Fourth innings. I think anything less than 200 is what Australia need to have a chance uh, against this attack uh, with the kind of pressure and uh, uh, the form they are in. So, uh, which means they have to bowl India out for around 140, 150. So, I don't see that happening. I think some, there will be one partnership, Pujara, Kohli, Rahane, one of these guys would string some partnership. It's not going to be easy. But my uh, thing, my prediction is Australia will have in excess of 250, 260 to chase and uh, they might lose a couple tomorrow. I know he's 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 probably going to be the captain when, when Kohli leaves. But is Rahane under any any sort of pressure? Especially because when, when we saw yesterday with, with the run out and then subsequently when Vihari had to run behind him to review, he didn't even ask the non-striker. There, there was a bit of, you know, he was maybe he was flustered. He seemed flustered. So, is, is he under pressure to perform with the bat? 
no not not according to me i think he'll be they'll get over this and it, if they're in a good position they'll completely forget all these things yeah that's fair enough karthik how do you see tomorrow panning out i think india will get a lead above 200 uh and that will automatically be challenging but uh, if australia can keep it down below 250 i think they do have a chance uh my uh, the big thing for india is you know the Umesh Yadav got this one wicket. I think it was uh, Labushain, where the ball kept low, right? And uh, so far, there have only been three or four balls that have done that. But if that starts happening more and more, then India are like uh, India's chances just improve even more dramatically, because they are really good at bowling at the stumps and like uh, you know getting these bowls in LBWs. And once the ball starts keeping low more, they're like uh, right on top. Uh, and I. also expect that you know kohli is going away after uh, this game so possibly another like significant uh, contribution from him fair enough i think the two of you and me are leaning towards india and that's only fair considering the state at which the game is at today with india a lead of 62 runs kk gorov thank you so much for joining us on stump mike we'll catch one or both of you tomorrow thank you karthik cheers see you guys